Welcome to Boss. Hi, so happy to be here. Boss is my amazing executive interview series on LinkedIn. I interview my incredible network to help others learn, network, and pay it forward. Plus, Boss is now officially a podcast on Spotify and Apple. I'm so excited, but let's hear more about you. This is a tough one. I should know who I am, but I always struggle who I am, who I want to be, and where I want to go. I am a mom of three little ones under four and also one fur baby. And I am a sales leader running TikTok's uh, sales and partnerships team. And so happy to be here. Same. Are we neighbors now? <laughs> Did that happen? <laughs> we are neighbors. And we actually met almost a year ago at a new members event. I think it was at our temple, actually. Let's pull it back. How did you get to where you are now? And where did that kind of boss network or brain trust really come from? So I would say it's all about networking and meeting new people and really building those relationships. It's not just about your managers. It's also about your peers and even direct reports. I've been fortunate in every position that I've had. Um, I've actually been referred either by a manager or a peer, and in some cases unexpectedly. And I think that just proves how important relationships are. How did you specifically find TikTok? So this was an interesting one. I actually got cold called on LinkedIn, um, some crazy stats. And I'd worked at previously large companies, but none of the stats looked familiar. They were almost kind of unfathomable of how large they were. And so I took that call and I think it's really important putting yourself out there, taking those risks. And I learned about this company that had just entered the U.S. market, had been really successful in China. And the more I learned about it, it seemed like a combination of Google's technology and Snapchat's uh, product and platform. And I actually had worked at both of those companies. And what was interesting as I continued to learn is that it was really kind of a baseline of all different parts of my career at that moment in time. So entrepreneurship, working on you know, consumer products, as well as those different types of digital capacities. So it kind of took the plunge. I was the third employee in New York and the 10th employee in the U.S. So really early stages. That's a really big deal. And so for people who are entering growing companies that might, you know, be changing geographic locations or even like early stage seed, A, B stage startups, what's your advice? I would say ask a lot of questions in the interview. Know what you're getting signed up for. I think understanding who you are, what you're good at, and what you want to do will enable you to. Another fun fact is I was actually almost eight months pregnant um, when I went for the job. And interestingly enough, I went into labor about an hour before the interview. <laughs> So when I say put yourself out there, that, that's truly what I did. I was able to interview two weeks after having my first baby, and I've had two other babies while I've been at TikTok. I think even that entry point um, was very indicative of the culture, you know, being able to push an interview out, being able to interview later on and kind of create a scaled back onboarding was something that was really important to me and something that they were really accepting of. I love that story. I didn't know that. I love that story. In your opinion, what are the most important qualities for leaders today and has it changed? Yeah, I think it's really important to be an authentic leader. And I think that's kind of what's changed. Every leader today, I think, looks, acts differently. And that's really important for building a unique culture for your team at your company. And I think over a decade or more ago, it wasn't about that. Leadership kind of looked and felt the same, even had kind of a routine outfit you were supposed to wear. 
And to take that to the next level, I think it's also really important to have that empathy. And I don't think that was there um, a while back. And you're, you know, working from home in some cases, you're working through all different challenges. And it's important to understand that and build that trust with your team and others. Yeah. Lauren, what trends, especially being at TikTok, what trends are you seeing right now across the business landscape, the tech landscape, and where are those areas of opportunity as well? I would say AI has been one of the biggest trends we've seen, especially in the digital space. And it's really changing up the game. It's changing at every point of your day-to-day activity, you know, even from drafting emails. Now people are using AI technology. We're seeing influencers and creators be created by AI. And then even editing by AI. So any video you create can be optimized and edited. Um, But it's not about making things perfect. It's really about increasing the volume and gaining the learnings of putting more out there and seeing what sticks and what's working. What advice would you give to your 20-year-old self or people just starting out in new roles right now? I would say a few things. One, I would say stress less. I think it's really easy, especially as you're starting your career, to stress about everything. And I think as long as you can get maybe one to two, maybe three things done a day, you're succeeding. And honestly, if you're doing three things well, that's probably more than you can really ever ask for. The other thing is when it comes to work-life balance, it's a choice. It's never going to be given at any organization. You have to take the initiative and you have to choose. And it doesn't mean that there won't be consequences. It might stagnate your growth. It might take away opportunities, but no matter what, it is a choice. And that's something that you need to lean into. What advice would you give to your kids right now as they're going into like older grades and eventually high school? I know that seems so far away at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I would say it's great to have a dream job, but to not get stuck on what could be. When I first started out, I had a dream position that I actually was able to get right out of college. And it was almost too good to be true. And I stayed at that company for probably a little too long because in my mind, it was the dream opportunity. And I was so synonymous with this company. It took me a long time to leave because it was so attached to my identity because that had always been where I dreamt of working and ended up not being the dream environment once I got there. And I think it's really important to be able to evolve your perception of things and evolve your dreams. I think that's really smart. You never want your entire identity to flow into that one company. Lauren, are you ready for the lightning round? Yeah, bring it on. What does the future of work or just work look like to you? I think the future of work looks locationless. One piece of advice for future bosses. Listen, stop talking. One thing you'll commit to do in the rest of 2023 to help pay it forward. Respond to every LinkedIn request. What is your must read in the morning? Skim. What do you want to be known for over the next six to 12 months? Helpful. What additional question should I be asking people? What was your biggest failure or biggest mistake in your career? I like that. It's a tough one, but I feel like that's a great learning. Finally, anything else that you want to say or share with me to close out this amazing LinkedIn boss interview? I would just, from an advice perspective to others, just say, continue taking risks. I think it's really scary, but it's the only opportunity you get to grow. I'm always raising my hand for new opportunities, pushing myself, working in different positions. I think it's really easy, especially for women to say, 
okay, everything's slowing down now. Let's just stay here. Let's just do what's easy. And I think that's one of the worst things you can do for your personal and professional growth. I love this so much. And one final question. Do you think I should let my kids be on TikTok? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So there is a kid version for 12 and under where there's no ads and you can control the categories. And we're actually working on something where you can opt in and we can send you all the videos that they've viewed. Okay. Really interesting. (laughs) Really interesting from a, um, you know, parent perspective, because it's not about, you know, stalking or investigating, but it's more about learning about them. What are they spending their time on? What is interesting them? And how do you kind of lean into those hobbies and those interests? I think around 10 is probably an opportunity where a lot of other kids are going to start looking at it. And it's all about discovery. So I think it's exciting to see what content they discover, what their interests or hobbies may be versus being forced like a lot of the other networks. This was so fun. Bye. Thank you so much for having me. Everyone should watch, share, comment, listen, tell your friends, tell your kids, tell your college students, watch the podcast. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks again.